Welcome to the Feminine Principle Podcast, supporting women to let go of the ghosts from their past by exploring the hidden side of their female psyche with shamanic shadow work for women with your host, Nicola Lucy. Welcome to the next episode of the Feminine Principle Podcast, where today we are navigating an emotional breakdown. And so we've all had an emotional breakdown at some point in our lives. In fact, as women, we've probably had many emotional breakdowns. And I'm sure that if you were to go back through your timeline, you can pinpoint each of those breakdowns in your life. And what these breakdowns actually represent is a turning point in your life. It represents a moment when something has had to change in your life. And so we all know what it feels like to have an emotional breakdown. It's gut-wrenching, outpouring of grief, and we just cannot stop crying. It's like the whole of the inside of us has just exploded into this river of grief. And we can find ourselves just swinging backwards and forwards, being curled up on the floor or in the bed, just crying and crying and crying the heart out. Because literally that is what we are doing. We are crying the heart out. And no matter how much we try to control it, it just won't stop. It just keeps coming and coming and coming. And we just find ourselves in this complete vice of emotion. And so what we try to do is we try to suppress it. We do try to ignore it. We try to run from it because part of us really doesn't want to go through this because it is so painful. We want to deny it's really happening but it is happening whether we like it or not. And so the more that we actually try to resist the breakdown, the more the breakdown happens, the more that we find ourselves in the process of emotionally breaking down an aspect of our lives that no longer serves us. And you see, as women, we've been conditioned that to go through an emotional breakdown is somehow shameful. It's not expected of us. We have to shut up and put up and just get through it. We've been conditioned to deny our emotions. We've been conditioned to suppress what it is that we're really feeling. And so that's why when we do have an emotional breakdown, we need to control it on so many levels because of how it is perceived by others. And this does not help the process because no matter how much we do try to suppress it, it will just keep coming back. And so learning how to be fully present in the breakdown is actually part of learning our emotional and somatic intelligence. And so what actually is an emotional breakdown? Well, in in, in a nutshell, it is a death process. It's a falling apart. It's a crumbling. It's a dismemberment on so many levels. Because what's actually happened is that We've been walking towards that moment, this moment in our lives, because change is on the horizon and we need to make space for this change. We've actually outgrown an aspect of our lives, whether that's in a personal or a professional relationship or within our own psyche. And obviously with death always comes grief. The two go hand in hand because fundamentally To grieve so means that we have loved so. We cannot feel grief if we do not understand love or we've never felt love. 
And therefore, love and grief do come hand in hand, but the process is very, very painful. And so as we go through this, this death process, we're actually opening the heart. We're opening the heart, which is the place of our deepest love. And that uh, we are allowing that outpouring of grief, that river just to flow. Because fundamentally, the wound is open. And our true authentic self is actually pushing out the pus, getting rid of everything that no longer serves us. And this can be really, really challenging because we've invested so much of our time and energy and love into a relationship or into maintaining a level of control in our lives. But that wound is open. And so as the pus comes up and we're getting rid of everything that no longer serves us, this also includes all of the illusions and the delusions that we've been holding onto that have, fu that have fundamentally helped us to feel safe, secure and stable, that gave us a sense of belonging, that gave us a sense of our place and our roots in the world. And it gave us a sense of being in control when really we were just deluding ourselves by staying in the fantasy of how we thought our lives could be if we did just stay or we did just try harder or we did just make do. And that's where everything just collapses because the illusion and the delusion that we've been living in is no longer supportive. It's not supporting our growth. It's not supporting the birthing and the nurturing of our potential. It's actually keeping us trapped in the limitations of our own psyche with our beliefs and our behaviors. And so we go naturally through this death process, but we don't want to go through it. We don't want to face the truth of what our lives have become. Because facing the truth and being so honest with the self is something that we can find really, really challenging. It's like that bitter pill that we really don't want to take, but we know that we have to. It's gone. It's over. And we don't often want to face that truth that it is over. And so we hang on, desperately trying to hang on to anything that will help us maintain that safety, security, stability, that sense of the illusion. Because fundamentally, it's actually more beautiful. It's actually more, um, more comfortable to live in the illusion than it is to face the stark reality. And so I, like you, have had many breakdowns in my life. Um, but the last emotional breakdown that I had was back um, at the turn of the year of 2020, 2021, December, January. And I'd been working through this pattern of insecurity. And this was probably about four or five years of really deep work. And insecurity, like I've mentioned in my other podcasts, you know, goes hand in hand with my sense of instability, which was coming from deep wounding and trauma of my life growing up. And so this insecurity, um, I always felt that I was a failure, you know, that I could never actually provide for myself. I couldn't never actually provide for myself the life that I truly wanted to live because I had this deep insecurity that I couldn't do it, that I wasn't good enough, that I was a failure on so many, on so many levels. 
And so as I'd been working through this um, back in December and January, I actually hit rock bottom. And that was my point of emotional breakdown. I hit rock bottom like a thud and everything just shattered. Everything, my whole life just shattered into a million pieces. And no matter how much I tried to hang on to it, like we do, the more it just kept shattering in front of my eyes. And this outpouring of grief just kept coming up and coming up in waves. It's like a tsunami. Can't stop it. But hitting rock bottom, I recognize that I've actually finally got to the bottom of the pattern of insecurity. It was the root of the unconscious pattern that had plagued me throughout all of my life. And so that shattering of everything, of my whole life into a million pieces, everything went. My business, my relationship with myself and with my partner. And it also happened in where and how we were living. Everything was just in pieces around me and I was just sat in the middle of these pieces of my life thinking, oh my God, what the hell is happening? What is, how am I going to rebuild my life after this? Because I don't know who I am anymore. And that's what it feels like when we are going through an emotional breakdown because our identity, the one that we have nurtured and cared for and controlled and tried to create form out of has become so intrinsic in us. But that shattering is the shattering of the self. It's the shattering of an aspect of our identity that no longer serves us. And so there I was, sat on the floor in a heap, crying and crying and crying, all of these floods of tears, seeing the shattered identity of my life, of who I am around me on the floor. And the pain was so intense because the heart broke open. My heart was breaking open as I recognized the illusion and the delusion I'd been living in. And where in my life I was not taking responsibility. I was not taking responsibility for my own power, for my own potential. And therefore, that illusion and that delusion just created that heartbreaking moment for me. And so as I mentioned over the years, I've navigated many emotional breakdowns and I've done so consciously rather than unconsciously. And so before we actually come to this work, when we do have an emotional breakdown, we're just in it and we're we're just going through it, but we're not fully in it because we want to disassociate. We want to suppress it, ignore it, deny that it's even happening. And so what happens is when we're working through those emotional breakdowns unconsciously, they'll just keep happening over and over and over again because we're not actually paying attention. We're not paying attention to what it is that we're breaking down. We're not paying attention to what it is within the self that needs our love, our compassion, our support, our acknowledgement. But when we actually step into having a conscious breakdown, and this is something that I I work with with my clients when they too are going through their own emotional breakdowns, is that when we learn how to be conscious in the breakdown, even though it can feel like everything has just come into complete and utter chaos, it's a very powerful time. And so the key is to be present. 
The key is to be present and be fully immersed in all of the emotion, all of the turmoil, all of the chaos. Now, this can feel very, very scary because whenever chaos or crises happen, we do want to take flight. We want to get away from it because of the pain. And yet, we have to go through pain to come out to the other side. We have to go through pain to understand what that pain has come to teach us. And so presence is really key. And one of the things that I like to share, you know, what I like to experience and what I also like to share with my clients is something called the honey and the sting. Because when we are going through a breakdown and we're actually being fully present in the breakdown and, you know, a breakdown can last anything from a few hours to a day. It could even last a week or a month. But something that we'll always go through in the breakdown is the honey and the sting. And so the sting is the pain. The sting is when we're feeling that heart breaking open and it, we're just fully immersed in the pain and the crying and the anger and everything is just coming up. We're, we're just in that sting. But then when we've let everything go and we've had that moment of just outpouring it, then we fall into the honey. And the honey is where we just uh, find those moments of calmness, moments of clarity, those moments when we just feel, oh, grounded. It's like, oh, I'm here. I'm centered again. I'm back to my normal self. And then the sting comes up again, and back we go again into all of that grief. And so we keep weaving, we keep doing, doing the dance of the honeybee, which is moving from the honey and the sting, the honey and the sting. And gradually, this is, what this is showing us is that our system has this capacity. Our psyche has this capacity. Our, biolog our biology has this capacity. So we're not fully um, going into full psychosis, but we're, we're kind of evening out the pattern. We're evening out the flow of the breakdown and we're in it and then we're out of it. We're in it and then we're out of it. And we keep going through this until we come out of the emotional breakdown on the other side when we know, oh, it's passed. It's like waking up one morning and say, oh, wow, that storm has passed. It's over now. And it's at that moment that we can then learn what it is we've just been through. And so like any storm, whether that is a storm on the outside, a storm on the inside, you know, when we feel that storm, if we try to go against it, then it will just cause us more hurt and more pain. But if we lean into it, we can learn so much more from it. And so leaning into it, being present within it, allowing ourselves to surrender into it is our way of being in control. Not being in control from a, a wounded and a trauma, a trauma space, which is I need to keep hold of this. I need to keep things together. I need to keep in control. But by in our sweet surrender and dropping into the space of vulnerability, that is a level of control. Because we are choosing to surrender into it. And this is where we learn about the honey and the sting that we have the power we have the potential and the possibility to move through this with much more self-care and awareness. And so those moments of clarity that shine like a ray of sunshine in the storm 
do come through. And so those moments of clarity are there. It's like our true authentic self saying, hey, here I am. Remember me. This is why we're doing this. This is why we're taking this step. This is why we need to get rid of all of this past. We need to get rid of all of these illusions and delusions because now we need to move forward in a different way. And so being fully present in the breakdown as we're in it and then as we move out of it, we're actually learning a very deep lesson because the breakdown has fundamentally come to teach us something about ourselves, an aspect of our life that no longer serves us, that no longer has a purpose moving forward. And so this, act, this aspect could be our relationship with ourselves or with others. It could be our attachments to our wounding and our trauma. It could be our unconscious patterns, our beliefs or our behaviors, because each one of these are now being dismembered. Our true and authentic self is asking us to allow that aspect to die within us so that we can make more space for what it is that we now need to be and do and action in the world, in our lives and in our relationships. We've outgrown an aspect of our life. And therefore, when we've outgrown something, we've reached our limitations. There's nothing beyond it. There's just more and more of the same. We keep banging our heads on a brick wall, never moving forward, never moving backwards, because the limitation is the wall. And so when we arrive at that point, it's saying it's time. It's time to break down that wall, to let it all go so that we can move beyond in a whole new way and we can grow more into ourselves, grow more into our power and our potential. And so as we're going through this breakdown and we're starting to be present in it and we're starting to feel all of the emotions, the myriad of emotions that are coming to the surface, self-care is paramount because it's challenging. It's exhausting to go through a breakdown. And so being gentle with the self, listening to the needs of the body. You know, when we're going through an, an emotional breakdown, we are using so much of our energy. And therefore, if we need to have a, a glass of wine or, you know, we need to have a, a binge on some chocolate or cake or whatever it is, then giving ourselves permission to indulge. Because that is what our body is calling for. It's calling for comfort. It's calling for comfort to help go through the process. And also, while we're going through this emotional breakdown, we can't really do very much else. And so this is also about honoring our needs. It's about honoring our needs and our boundaries of what we can and what we cannot do. And so taking a self-care day, taking a day off work, I'm moving appointments around, I'm rescheduling the children's play dates, whatever it is, we need to make space for the breakdown by accepting and acknowledging that we are going through this process. We cannot keep pushing against the tide. So let's make it easier on the self. Let's try to clear our schedules. Let's try to not do anything which requires so much action or being in and of the world. Because right now, we're being called within. We're being called to go in. We're being called to that deep feminine energy to be in the self, not out there in the world. 
We may need to just binge watch something on Netflix. We may need to just curl up in front of the fire and read a book. But whatever it is, we need some distraction. We need to quieten the mind. We need to quieten the mind because we are going through a very deep and powerful process. And by quietening and distracting the mind, we're able to be fully present in the process. And so binge watching something on Netflix or reading a book or or cooking or doing whatever it is that helps you to ground and just be present and to relax is fundamental because that is a process of self-care. We are giving ourselves permission to honor our needs that we just need to stay present, but we also need to feel held. We need to feel supported and we need to feel comfort. And if any of those things bring us comfort while we're going through this huge death process, then so be it. Because we'll come out on the other side and we won't need to do those things anymore. But it's just in the moment, remembering that an emotional breakdown is a moment. It's a moment on our timeline where we are literally breaking down on every single level on the inside what no longer serves us. That's a powerful process. And by listening to and honoring our needs, it will help us to get through it. It will help us to get through to the other side and the new life, the new aspect of us that is waiting for us. And so let me ask you, when was the last time you had an emotional breakdown? Who were you before that breakdown and who did you become after it happened? What changed in your life and your relationships as a result of that breakdown? And what did you learn from it? What lessons came from the depths of the darkness that you experienced as you went through your own death process? Are you ready to break free from the ghosts of your past, to live with more freedom and a clear sense of purpose and inner confidence? If so, book a chat with me to explore the potent magic of one-to-one shadow walking sessions at thefeminineprinciple.com.